right, once again, this is Radio Chicago here on 887 WLUW, broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. And I have Alicia from Slut Talk. Hi. Hi, how Hi, are you? Good, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm, re- I'm ready for you to uh, enlighten me. Yes. Join the club. Take <laughs> a you, number. Anybody can always be more enlightened. And, you know, I, I, will, I admit that I, there's a lot that I need to know. Yes. And I'm hoping to learn a lot from you <laughs> tonight. Nice. <laughs> so let's Where start. should we start? Where do we start? <laughs> um, let's start with the basics of what is Slut Talk. Why did it start? How long has it been around? Yeah, Slut Talk. Slut Talk's brand new. It's a precious little baby, precious little slutty baby. (laughs) Started about a year ago. Uh And um, I I just love doing it, came from the kind of template of like the vagina monologues and Mm -hmm. this idea of like women have so many stories that aren't being told. And let's get on stage and tell them in a way that's like fun and endearing and maybe helps people not feel as threatened by them. Um, you know, the name slut talk is already a little threatening yeah. and I chose the word slut to be like, you know, this is something of my era of my generation. It's still very present today mm-hmm. and people are finally saying it, writing articles about it, like hashtagging it. So let's get all these women who have these lived experiences on stage to talk about like what it felt like to be a slut or be called a slut or to not be a slut, but know that you might be a slut. So questioning. Yeah. Are you, are you just to make, you know, are you using, are you taking this word to use it as a term of empowerment now? Does that make sense? Sure. I mean, if that's (laughs) what, you know, Whatever people need to, like, if empowerment is the word that, that makes you feel comfortable getting behind it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used the word destigmatizing, reclaiming, mm-hmm. redefining. There's a lot of words that can invite people into just saying, you know, this, the point is the word already exists. Yeah. Like, women, like, the people who get labeled slut didn't ask to be called a slut. You know, they <laughs> right. didn't make up that word. Yeah. And the word itself, there's a lot of writing and research out there that's, you know, polarized and also really fun and engaging. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like, slut is very gendered. It's like a a term really just defined for women and applied to women. Um, And because for men, it's more of a comedic like, oh. I feel well because we allow men to be sexual like mm-hmm. we say like men's sexuality and the way men want to have or feel or define sex is that's our definitive cultural definition of what sex is what mm-hmm. desire is what you know this or that is so men don't get to be sluts because slut is like by definition derogatory and we don't degrade men for having sex we it, we naturalize it. We empower it. We say like, boys will be boys and yeah. spread your seed and just, you know, Jesus and Mary and babies. <laughs> um, right? Like, Feels like a Depeche Mary, Mode Mary. moment, right? <laughs> that was like, you're welcome. There Went you go. right there into go. that. <laughs> Some personal Jesus. Right um, <laughs> so um, tell us about like how often you get you guys get together to, to tell these stories, to, to yeah. get people... And how people can find you also. Yeah, so we're weareslettalk.com and also like put an at sign in front of it on any of your social medias. (laughs) You can find us. You cornered that market. Yeah, we are. um, 
we're working out like how we're gonna be present in the community. We're mm -hmm. super present online. Mm -hmm. Last year we did a bunch of stage shows, um, but part of the process is like finding venues that support women talking about being sluts, you know, I, and not letting. So yeah, I'm gonna be ignorant on this because Please. like I was in bands. You okay, know, and sure. we always we always of course had females. Of course, I was. Chicago. I it is. You Who was it? Um, but I always we always made sure to have a female in the band at the very least. Usually, it was a female singer. Um, and I felt we came across like people would be like, "Oh, it's a female singer," things like that. Like now, since this is a full woman show, right? Uh, why? What are the different? Because you were talking about finding a venue. Tell me about some of the difficulties. Cause, to me, because to me, it's absurd. I see what you're saying. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, like, um, it should just be able to be, there shouldn't be any pushback. Sure. That's what it feels like um, everyone wants to, like, believe that that's of course, sort of the easy of answer. Course. Yeah, and I'm not. No, no, no. Um, please, and please. And that's, that is part of what can be an issue of getting booked is, like, you don't want to, like, tell people, like, you're being kind of sexist right now. Uh -huh. You know? Like, um... It's one of those subtle sort of insidious things about music has sort of been defined by men. Mm -hmm. And we live in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> a lot of dudes. I will music. tell you this. <laughs> Radio in Chicago works very hard to make sure that we are diverse. I will say for well, us specifically, but of course. I know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, and... Bless your precious heart <laughs> at your college radio. Oh. Again, I'm a college professor. I worked at college radio for a long time. You know, and I teach media studies, and people are talking about, well, like, I saw this one movie, or I listened to this music, or I... This one like, And, like, we... Yes. God bless you and your independent souls that are already going out there doing that hard right. work and keep doing it. I want you to school me. Well, while you're here, so just... You're, we're, look, we're talking about, like, collectively. We're talking yes. about, like, patterns in the culture that you have to redefine by like participating in them and then like chipping away at them. Uh -huh. So for something like slut or for this idea of like women talking on stage, you go into any given venue on any given Sunday. No. Right? <laughs> if you go into any given venue in Chicago any day of the week and chances are if there's a stage on it is going to be like a dude talking, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. like, a lady talking mm -hmm. and right now we're also just talking in binaries you know there are plenty of great shows in chicago yeah. that are like queer identified and pushing the envelope on what man and woman and i support those shows and i go to them and i collaborate with those people i i live in the space of more cis normative because that's how i identify uh -huh. like i was lucky enough to be born into a body that i identified that you, with right. and then i was like unlucky enough to be attracted to men so, you know, we are I'm fighting the good fight for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, um, I just came across the word cis. Yeah. Like less, maybe three weeks ago, because I work at a school and we have, I had a student who went from being Sophia mm -hmm. to Justin. Mm -hmm. And so. Uh, but those both just, those names, like I have a girlfriend named Justin. Yeah. So like, well, I like yeah, it. So I like yeah. the. So Justin is considers themselves as a male now. Sure. Um, so just even like the word cis, I you know, 
Justin's mother works at the school, and we were sitting there talking. We we're like going through, all, you know, she, she's going through all these books and trying to read up as much as she can about. It, and she's super supportive, and it's just like it's all these conversations that you wouldn't normally think about. It's a practice. It is. So it is that's a one of the things I teach in my classes, mm-hmm. um, and I I teach the first thing I teach, and I teach intro level like media and pop culture studies at a community college in Chicago. Which Beca- one, by the way? Harold Washington. Which hey. I love. I love. I got my Lisa. associates from there. I don't even want to talk about how much I love Harold <laughs> Washington and the City Colleges of Chicago because you're getting, you go there and you get like an Ivy League you education. Do. You do. Like Every you get like a five-star Michelin meal for phenomenal. like, well, I want to say like prices. McDonald's yeah. prices, but no. McDonald's has gotten really expensive. And also like no one wants to promote McDonald's, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I do. I understand. I've, it's always been that way because if you're, I if you're, I'm an adjunct, you know, if you're an artist and you're kind of counterculture and you're like teaching is just kind of part of your repertoire, you have uh-huh. no interest in like being a part of the system, but it is a system it's problematic and like you know to the effect of what you were saying about learning how to understand the different identities that your students are going to come in with and yeah. like teaching from a perspective of intersectionality or openness to you know I also work in the restaurant business mm-hmm. so you know you can't just say hi to people in a way that assumes one or another right. or any or anything right but I also, you know, I acknowledge where I come from, and that's that's the groups I try to work with a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, especially right now, like I'm a white woman, I'm woke. A lot of white women aren't. Call me, I'll wake you up. And like that's my due diligence. That's my volunteer work. You know. If once again, if people want to get a hold of you, yeah, weareslutalk.com. We're on the internet at weareslutalk. We're going to come back. We're going to hit up a song. Then we'll be back with more with Alicia at Slutsa. Oh, man. 
All right, once again, this is Radio in Chicago here on 88.7, and I have Alicia of Slut Talk here in the studio. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, once again, uh, before we get into these deep conversations, remind us of how people can find Slut Talk. Slut Talk is wearesluttalk.com, and at we are Slut Talk, and then uh, we um, produce a show second Mondays at The Whistler, which is this fabulous cocktail bar in Logan Square called Feminist Happy Hour. 
Nice. And that features uh, women-identified performers. Uh, we try to keep it comedy-focused, but um, it varies kind of from month to month. We do interviews, dialogues, live show. It's always live. <laughs> we're always there and we're alive. We play. We hit play on the, <laughs> yeah. on the VCR. Yeah, but the idea is to showcase um, not just artists doing feminist works, but um, women identifying artists because, you know, enough of men talking. Yeah. Basically. I, I agree. <laughs> In a nutshell. I agree. A, <laughs> I have enough. Um, so what do you, do, you, do you get submissions? How do you pick the people who who get to speak or do they come up on that? evening we um we are working on taking submissions especially uh true story submissions from people maybe who aren't as comfortable dialoguing but um it's right now it sort of exists as a performance showcase also so women identified performers who want to submit and perform ideally could just like email we are slut talk at gmail.com um other than that we're hoping to opening up open it up to like submissions and yeah but what so what do you what do you look for because you said it's performance what 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 type of things do you do you look for well so slut talk is really about um destigmatizing the word slut and the sexuality around women's choices um how, whatever that may be and yeah. so as a performance right now because I also do my own performance and live in those sectors, I have a pretty broad network of women that I've kind of reached out to to be like, hey, are you open to dialoguing about these things? Because part of the destigmatization process, part uh -huh. of the like taking the shame out of it is like people aren't always comfortable talking about it. And especially in the world of comedy or storytelling or performance or any of these public things that women do, they don't always have the freedom to also be, you know, their own identities. Uh -huh. You know, some of our most successful actresses and women performers, you know, especially say someone like Beyonce, they have like very public and private, you know, figures. And yeah, and I just, I try to, um, I sort of use myself, my being, uh -huh. my existence to participate that in a way of like, I. <laughs> Clearly not Beyonce <laughs> or Madonna, you know, but I Those think are it's tough acts. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting there. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> but I think I one of the reasons we relate so much to those like iconic pop figures is because they're very vulnerable and they like sort of like bear their soul, you know, and they put themselves out there in a way that says, I'm doing my art or my creation for myself and in through that is how I sort of speak to people. And um, what I do is like a, a little of both worlds. I uh -huh. do my own performances. Like I, I book shows and I just perform so people can like book me and I'm an educator and I teach classes, you know, and that's Alicia Swizz, aliciaswizz.com. But then Slut Talk and Feminist Happy Hour, one of my other ways that I love to just build community is by being a conduit, you know, uh -huh. and by... Um, you know, I don't, I'm not in comedy or performance for... Um, the performative part as much as I'm in it for taking up space that otherwise would be taken up by like white dudes, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, Hey, I'm just going to stand here. And like, I'm like, 
y'all can't see me because this is radio, but like I'm five foot nothing, like legit five foot zero, like don't weigh as much as I would like to, to be able to like kick some booty, you know, but I have like this big voice and like yeah. these great dimples, you know, and, like I can really hold a space and then you I'm know, sure I have so white people... privilege, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to just like hold this space. But I'm so, I'm sure so many people appreciate not to cut you off. Yeah, so appreciate that outlet and I that opportunity. So. Um, I'm sure you have tons of stories of people just like coming up to you after and just you know acknowledging what you do. Yes, and yeah. being a professor too, or and a teacher, and just you know like I'm a big sister, and like just yeah. being a. I always feel like I was born into like being there for women. And I, yeah. I feel really good about that, you know? And as our definition of what women are changes or as our as the world changes, like I'm trying to feel, stay really constant in like what I'm doing and giving because it, it hasn't changed since like the day I was born, you know, president <laughs> to president, you know, like life after yeah. life. It's like a death snail's after face. Death. I mean, yeah, it's listen to women talk, like listen to women talk hear them believe them enjoy just the cadence of their voice you know just yeah. get used to hearing women talk like that's a big part of our evolution as a culture and so what are some of the futures that you have the show at the whistler uh, but you said you're also trying to get more involved in other outlets and other things well i mean just or, and collaborations super yeah. important in community building um slut talk would love to start Slut Talk would love to receive stories and be a dynamic space that is more than just the stage show. So that's what I've been working towards. So, you know, what I would say to anyone listening is if if you hear the word slut and you're like, yeah, I'm into this, like <laughs> message me, you know. And, um, I do, like I said, Feminist Happy Hour is Monday at the Whistler. This month is Galentine's Day. So yes. we have lots of great door prizes and giveaways and connection to women-owned businesses and feminist craft makers and you know aside from just trying to like create you know alternative sources for industry it's like just come and be in a room that everyone wants you to be in and listen to women talk and hopefully they won't make dick jokes and you can feel safe <laughs> you know yeah totally well Alicia thank you so much for coming in you're welcome do you have Thanks any other uh me. oh my pleasure um, it's very enlightening. So, like, I'm always completely naive. I try my best, but, you know, there's always so much information out there that you could be learning. So I, I definitely appreciate you coming in and just taking some time out to just kind of, like, talk to us, talk to the listeners, and just kind of, like, give us a little heads up. Yeah, Because we, al we always need a little bit more. Well, I'm working on doing a dialogue for dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and a kind of Ask a Feminist workshop just where the whole, like, it'll be an intimate setting and it'll just be men. Mm -hmm. And also because I feel like um, if you want to know stuff, but you're afraid to ask or I mean, not afraid, whatever, whatever, whatever your fragile, whatever, word whatever word works for your you fragile use. male ego. If you're just like, don't have time to ask yeah. or whatever. Or if I can I invite get. you to a room with beer and food and other dudes and maybe you could be like, so my girlfriend said no. Yeah. I mean, I would like to think they're more woke than that, but. Yeah, we would love to have more conversations with men about masculinity and gender roles. Like, it's all, 
it's affecting all of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Lisa, once one more time, please give us all the information on how all we right, can find it's you. All right, at WeAreSlutTalk and Feminist Happy Hour at right. The Whistler. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you. We'll be back more with some Radio 1 Chicago.